Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hey everyone, welcome to one of two Strictly Hoop Talk podcasts I got dropping for you today. It's NBA Awards season, 2021 edition. I'm Chris Platty, and I have with me on the podcast coming up, Josh, my good friend from the last podcast that we did, which was which was an iconic podcast, a very memorable podcast, a very fun podcast, and one that uh that we will. <laughs> That at least will will stay in my memory forever when we broke down the top twenty five players. Now, I know I've been a little absent. I know my podcast ratio has dropped off uh, the last couple months, and that's because I've been spending a lot of time figuring out the podcast, figuring out new things, finding new ways to not only just outside of the podcast, but just content creating in general, how to create more engagement with you all. And I think I've come up with some things. So. Today, as I'm dropping this, also is dropping on my Instagram and Imperial Media's Instagram is my first episode of The Wave, which is a new show that I'm doing with Imperial. And it's basically just quick bite segments on Instagram and YouTube, breaking down uh, the most important things in hip hop, the most important stories. So this first episode, I have a quick couple minute clip breaking down my thoughts on the new J. Cole album, The Offseason, which just dropped. Um, and I hope everybody's heard that. I'm sure everybody's heard that looking at the, the crazy numbers that it's selling. But um, yeah, so so check that out. And then I have also coming, I have a Strictly Hip Hop full in-depth J. Cole off-season album review coming with a special guest, which I will I will promote that at a later date when, it, when it's closer to the time of dropping. Uh, also, I, I will be doing a podcast Friday where I will be breaking down and filling out the bracket live with Josh of the NBA playoffs and literally just this year giving you my predictions for every single matchup, every single round. And uh, I'm expecting that to be a long podcast. I have no clue how we're going to do it. it. It might be a podcast slash Instagram live, maybe even a YouTube live. I don't I don't know. I'm working out the kinks of it, but um, it's going to be at least uh, – at least digest, digestible in podcast form. Um, hopefully, some other some some other forms too, like a live, like where everybody can kind of pop in and give me their thoughts as a, as I'm doing it would be a would be a cool and interesting idea. So, that being said, I'm not going to do too much more promoting. Um, check for all of those things that I just mentioned and more. The best way to stay engaged, stay in touch with everything that I got going on in the content creating game is at real Chris Platty on Twitter and Instagram. That's C-H-R-I-S-P-L-A-T-T-E. I know you know how to spell real. So without further ado, I'm not going to hold you too long on this little intro. I'm just going to toss it to the beat 
and let's get this podcast started. I got my boy Josh with me breaking down the MVP, the All-NBA teams, and the Rookie of the Year. And then the other side will deal with, the the second podcast will deal with All-NBA defensive first and second teams, uh, defensive player of the year, coach of the year, sixth man of the year, and most improved, uh, all of those awards. But this one will be MVP, all three NBA teams, and also the rookie of the year race. So without further ado, let's toss it to the intro music and get this podcast going. Once again, shout out my boy Josh for coming on the podcast. Hope you all enjoy it, and I can't wait to see you for more content coming soon. Welcome back to Strictly Hoop Talk. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty, returning to the podcast. You know the vibes. You got the best record in the fantasy basketball league, going to win the championship this week. And then, of course, I have not the bottom of the league. Yes, Used sir. to be the bottom of the league. No longer bottom of the league. Good yes, friend of the sir. show, Josh. How you doing? AKA Little Big Back Shots. I'm doing great. Not the bottom of the league. You know? You're the only one that calls yourself. Uh, it don't matter. I'm doing little Big Back Shots out here. You know. <laughs> Listen, man. I'm excited. Playoffs are around the corner. This is part one of uh, of two podcasts, so this one is going to be is both of them are award season. So we're doing all NBA, all defense, a rookie, all teams, uh, every single award you can think of in the NBA, except for the community award. Um, we'll just let the NBA decide that one. Yes. But yes. For for this podcast, what are we doing, man? We're doing all NBA. We're doing um, we're doing rookie of the year and, and MVP. MVP. All right, so that's this one, and so the rest will be on the next one. So that'll be all defense and all rookie teams, coach of the year, sixth man of the year, and most improved. Oh, and defensive player of the year. That will be the next podcast. So for this one, let's uh, let's start with the awards and then build to um, and then build to the all NBA teams because that's where I think we'll have the most discussion and the most and the yeah, most debate. Because so, the, the other ones, I don't I don't see us having it. Really? Okay, let's start with one that let's start with let's start with rookie of the year. So rookie of the year, I have Lamelo. I think it's a two person race between Lamelo and Anthony Edwards. I went Lamelo because similar numbers, but he's on a winning team. But Anthony Edwards had a, a like a great second half of the season because this was Lamelo's like to lose. It was it was amazingly he he had such a lead it was ridiculous. So the fact that Anthony Edwards made it in part due to obviously Lamelo missing a significant amount of time, but I credit to Anthony Edwards for making it for making it actually a race. I mean, did you go Lamelo? Did you? Or did you I went the opposite. You went Anthony. I, I went Anthony because Lamelo to me missed too much time, and Le, and Anthony has been going crazy. I think the second half of the season he's averaging like twenty three percent, not twenty three percent, twenty three points a game. His field goal percent. Not really that good, but twenty three points and he's improving. So yeah, I mean, I mean, look, you're right on that aspect, but the reason Lamelo, I get it, it's the East, but dog Lamelo, I look at 
Anthony Edwards had Carl Anthony Towns. Now he didn't have Carl Anthony Towns like, for a lot for a lot this year, but he had Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell for for a good portion of the year to also miss significant time. So you can chalk up Minnesota's success to a uh, uh, lack of success to injuries for sure. But I mean, I look at that Lamelo team and that Hornet that Hornets team like. That should not be doing what it's doing. I just hard. look at Lamelo. I just look at Lamelo as the guy who impacted winning more. I I'm not. I think I think honestly, I think honestly, it would not shock me if Anthony Edwards five years down the road is looked at as the better player than Lamelo. Wow. I think I think Anthony Edwards has really won me over, and I think that he's got great long term potential, and I like what he does. But I love I love what Lamelo is doing as well. So. I went with Lamelo because I thought he was more impactful on a on a winning team, and he lifted a team that had less of a foundation than than Minnesota. Because to keep it a buck, Minnesota clearly underachieved this year. I know that they were delusional to think playoffs, but they should have been competing for the play in tournament or just been a, a more relevant team longer this season. I totally disagree with what you said. If Anthony Edwards is better than Lamelo five years from now, I would be utterly surprised because i think Lamelo could possibly win mvp i think so high of Lamelo. anthony edwards i can see him be like a maybe all nba guard possibly a perennial all-star i can see that like a d-wade-ish player but i i don't know i, I just can't Lamelo to me is a real game changer like Lamelo, i'm not i love him i love him to death and i think he's gonna be and i think he's gonna be really good and again, I would I would lean I would lean that Lamelo has the better has the better career for sure, and I get what you're saying with the ceiling. But to me, there's still I don't know there's still this weird part of me, and maybe it's just because of how good Anthony Edwards is playing. But there's this weird part of me that's still like I could see this not working out with Lamelo long term for some weird reason. I don't know what it is. Like all the logic points to Lamelo clearly being the best player of this draft, hands down. But I don't know. There's something about Anthony Edwards that's giving me some consideration. There's a little bit of just random doubt, even though Lamelo is my rookie of the year. It's weird that we it's weird that we disagree completely. You got <laughs> Anthony Edwards as rookie of the year, but you think that Lamelo will be the better player. Yes. And I think I do also think Lamelo will be the better player, but I'm closer or more open to that not being a possibility for, than you are, even though I picked Lamelo over Anthony. I just think Lamelo affect winning and had he not gotten yeah. hurt they probably re- would have I, I stayed mean, can, with the fourth not, seed. yeah could they not be they where, where new york and atlanta, atlanta? they yeah. i just Which think is why i have him where i have him lamello just a game changer to me yeah just the absolute game changer absolutely um okay let's jump to let's jump to mvp and then we'll get to our and then we'll get to our famous um well, fa- famous All NBA teams. Yes, yes. The because we're saving we're saving six man for next pot, right? Yeah. The yeah real I said it at the top of the pot, and I already forgot because we split it up so weird. But yeah, all right. Yeah. So MVP. So uh, we can. I went one through three. I think you went one through three as well. Yep. Um. You know. You can. You know. Obviously, that we could go to five. If we really wanted to, but to me, Jokic is clearly the MVP just because he's been the he's been the guy that's durable. He's putting up amazing numbers. I don't want to hear anybody say that this is like this is disappointing that that Jokic is the MVP because you look at his numbers and you put them against any MVP and they are damn near just as good. Like he is he is not a slouch MVP by any means, by any stretch of the imagination. Oh. He's just he's just unexpected. Like 
That's really what it. That's really what it is. But he's playing like amazing, dude. He's putting up numbers, especially in the crunch time that we ha- literally have not seen. See, he's, he's incredible. He's like, to me, Jokic is like, you got a girl, and you got side girls. He not your number one side girl. You call. He like your. He like later down the list. You like, dang, none of the side pieces answer. I guess this one who always answers. I I hit her up. That's who. That's like Jokic to me. Like it was so many other people had they not gotten injured, would have beaten him to me this year. Oh, I think I think I think Joel Embiid, my number two, would have been MVP, no doubt, if he was because of the whole difference of the defensive side of the ball. Yes. But Jokic is to Jokic's credit, I think Jokic gets a little bit too much flack for his defense. I think he's not as bad as people say defensively, but he's just otherworldly offensively and not to mention when Jamal Murray went down, they have they have rolled and they have clicked ever since. They've been they they're just look man, like he's keeping this team afloat. He's doing his thing. I I just I I don't see I can see why you'd be disappointed that Jokic is the MVP over Embiid because we saw MVP we saw MVP Embiid like for the first half of the season we're just like this guy's incredible but you know that's part of that's part of the MVP race I mean every year it comes down to it comes down to games played every single year that's that's always a that's always a debate it is and though. Embiid missed a lot and especially when you factor in and we're not even counting these recent ones like today or yesterday he missed because of not some non-covid illness and like he's resting back to backs and all that stuff like Embiid has missed a significant portion of the season like there's never been an MVP I I think he'd actually be less than by percentage because it's not an 82 game season this year but by percentage I think he would have been at a lower percentage than what Bill Walton was when he won the MVP when you know or playing only 55 games Ooh. One MVP playing fifty five. Yes, that's and that's the only time in NBA history that that's that somebody has been that low in terms of in terms of their MVP numbers. So, um, so games played look is important, and you know I think Jokic has just been he's just got to be rewarded as a player that's been the one player that survived this year where everybody has missed time. Even Giannis, who's number three on my list, and then I'll get to you, is. You know he's missed some time as he's missed some time as well. And Giannis is, Giannis. It's clearly it's clearly just the fatigue. Like it's like yeah. we're not gonna give this guy. We we, we got everybody feels punked by what happened last year with Miami smacking them in the second round. Like that that was something that really shook a lot of people. And I think and I think that that affected the voting process for MVP because you and I talk about this all the time. MVP is so narrative driven. Yes, and. You know, they're just they they already weren't gonna vote for Giannis again, but the fact that the season ended the way it did, like it just it just solidified it. Even though even though his numbers are damn near just as good, like he's playing great. He's he's still Giannis by by every stretch of the imagination, by every measurable statistic, he's still Giannis. So that's why he's my he's my third. Where where are you at with your top three? First, let me say Another reason they don't want to give Giannis another MVP because they give him three in a row. And I'm trying to think. I know Larry Bird, I think Will Chamberlain it was. I think it's another player who won three straight MVPs in a row. And to put him in that legendary status, they can't do it. That's true. That's very true, too. When it comes to NBA, like, they they really do look at the history like that, and that really does matter because that was a whole debate with Westbrook. Like, he would be the lowest since this. It's it's the same thing with, like I said, with Embiid. It'd be the lowest since Bill Walton. 
you know it, it's always been every mvp year there's like this uh, there's this revisionist history with it and there's this um or there's this not revisionist history but looking back at history of you know who's the who's where the bar has been and we got to kind of follow that as much as possible while also including our own media narrative because we're we're people and we like we like stories so I, I feel you on that. Bill Russell is the third guy. I just checked. Yeah. So, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, and Larry Bird, the three, only three players in NBA history to win three straight MVPs. And uh, they don't want to make Giannis the fourth with that. They do not want to put him in that rare yeah. class. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's too rare of a class. So, that's a good point. But where, where are you at with your list? My list is honestly almost identical as yours. The only difference is I don't have Giannis at three. I have Dame Lillard at three. Oh, interesting. Dame over Giannis. Yes, okay, yes. so Dame right now is the sixth seed in the West, right? If I if I have to, I'll double check that. But but you have Giannis, who's obviously. No, I think he's the fifth. I think the he's top. the fifth, and I think uh, Dallas is the sixth. Honestly, I think Dallas is the sixth, and he's Did the Dallas fifth. slide to six. Listen, this playoff, we're we're doing we're, we're doing tight. Yeah, it's very tight. It, it's gonna be crazy the playoffs, and as far as like the last week of the season, which we're in now. Is going to flip so much. So Milwaukee is third at forty four and twenty five in the East, and Portland is forty and twenty nine at fifth in the West. Okay, so you know what? I'm not as mad at that because to be honest with you, I thought there was more than a four game difference between the two. They close, and Dame been going I crazy. Thought there was Dame has been going crazy. He has. Dame is to be clear. Dame would have been my fourth. So. Uh-huh. I'm Giannis not totally would, mad at you. Giannis would have been my fourth. We literally would yeah. just had him sw- flipped. But you have Jokic as your MVP and yeah. Embiid. Only, only seriously because so many people were hurt. Yeah. If other people, he probably wouldn't have even been top three. But are, but are you really disappointed on it? I'm not disappointed. Oh, I'm not disappointed at all. I'm that, happy getting. The, I'm happy getting the MVP. I like new MVPs after yeah. a while. But I mean, some. I feel like had James Harden not gotten hurt. He might have really won it. That narrative, bro. That narrative. That I was, think was it was too hard against him. <laughs> see, if had he not gotten hurt, but in, but like Joel and B and LeBron still yeah, been hurt. If all the other injuries happened, except I think, for yeah, Harden. I think James Harden, they would have just had to suck it up and would have gave it to James Harden. I think they really would have did it because James Harden was probably going to lead the league in assists. Yeah. Until uh, Russell Westbrook started going crazy and l- lost his mind. That evolution that James Harden has is very underrated. Like people are not giving him enough credit for that. For that situation, they're giving him too much shit for Houston and not enough praise for honestly. What's going on in he literally lost to the greatest team probably ever assembled in literally. NBA history. Like, had it not been or for a Chris Paul injury, he was a Chris Paul injury away from literally having a ring and beating the, your the second best player. But you know, that's what that's what I think of. So with the MVP, that what you said earlier kind of brought me to that, and what you just said now also brought me to it is that Jokic, looking back at history, like, I don't think Jokic is going to be by far the worst player to win MVP. <laughs> like, I don't think I don't think he is. You trying to say D-Rose is? Yeah, you can't I say. I mean, not, not, not in terms of, like, it, in terms of, see, because I look at MVPs as, like, I look at players as, like, at their best. Like, okay, I factor in longevity, of course, you have to, you have to but... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look at Derrick Rose and not be like, all right, if this dude didn't get hurt, he was gonna be a problem for quite some time. 
So I'm not saying I'm not saying Derrick Rose or or Jokic. I'm not I'm not going there with with that conversation because I'm actually not even ready for that. But I look at Jokic, and I just think, okay, that's not like a wild MVP. That's not somebody that like we're gonna look at like this dude won MVP. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be an MVP contender for the next couple years. I think Denver's gonna be among the top of the West, which means he's gonna be in that three to five MVP race. I think this is the only one he's getting. Yeah, I was like, he's probably not getting another one after this. I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna do Steve Nash and win back to back surprise out of no, nowhere. No. I'm which, going with Luca next year. Yeah. I got Luca next year. But you you get what I'm saying? I don't think he's going to be the worst and he's gonna be looked at as like an embarrassing or like a or like a or like a strange MVP. Do no, you think so? He shouldn't. But then again, he really he kind of won MVP just because he was the healthiest. He put up the be- his numbers are definitely amazing, but he really kind of won MVP for being the healthiest person. He won by being the last standing, honestly, yeah. out of all of them. But that is going to be crazy. Like I am curious to see how when we look back, when we look back at how good Embiid has been. Like l- let's look back Ten years later, you know what I mean. Like if we're if we're looking back ten years later, Embiid, Giannis, LeBron, KD, James Harden, uh, who else we want to throw in this? Luca, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis. Um, you know, are we gonna be like, wow, it's crazy that Jokic is the one that was MVP? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Jokic is gonna ascend himself to belong in that category, like. Not with obviously not with LeBron, but you get what I'm saying. Like, in terms of, he's gonna he's gonna. I think he's gonna establish himself to the level where where it's not gonna be crazy, especially if Giannis never wins a a, a ring. Like, oh, wow. is it gonna be crazy to be looked at as like Giannis over Luca or Giannis over Jokic? Like, it's not gonna be looked at as that crazy if Giannis never wins. If Giannis never wins, if a Jokic ring, wins, if Jokic wins a ring and Giannis doesn't. I would be history. St- history is gonna look back different. I would be shocked too, but I'm saying so surprised. Absolutely, I, but surprised. I'm saying though. But I'm saying though. It, again, like factoring this in ten years in the future, I don't. I think there's a good chance that Jokic can belong in that class. You know what I mean? Rather than be looked at as like this dude who just randomly won it. I I feel like Jokic is probably gonna be a random a random win. Like he just randomly won it one off, and everything had to fall perfect for him to win. They'll be like. We'll go back in the in the future. We'll be like, man, remember when Jokic just randomly just won the MVP, and he was like, dang, what happened that year? Why did he win it? His numbers look nice, but that'll probably in the future we'll look at his numbers like, oh, his numbers are amazing. But I don't see him winning another MVP ever. I really think it's gonna just be a one. Oh, I don't rank. think he will. I don't think he will win another MVP. I just don't think it'll look crazy. I think it'll look random. I feel like Giannis, Luca. Probably Joel and beat. They're probably gonna. It'd be a few people who probably will run the table with multiple MVPs, and it's just gonna be like, well, if somebody was more healthy than that person, then they probably would have won. But instead, they weren't healthy, or things, certain situations happened that led to Jokic winning. I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see. Let's get into our All NBA. Yes. Let's get into our I'm All waiting NBA. Waiting for this. First, second, third team. All right. Yes. Yes. I'll let, you, I'll let you take the four. You go with your first. You go with your first team. I'll go. I'll give you my first team. We'll go. Actually, no. Just give me all of your all of your teams, and then we'll and then I'll give you all mine, and then we'll go back and forth. All right. Well, my first team though, I had to go safe because I, I I was gonna go crazy on my first team, but I went I went safe. I said Steph, Luca, Giannis, LeBron, and Jokic, 
And even though LeBron's missed a considerable amount of time, I still feel like LeBron probably should get the forward spot for the first team. But if he gets second or third, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Second team, I got Dame, Kyrie, Tatum, Zion, and Embiid. Yeah, I honestly, I was going to have... Dame, Kyrie, Zion, Embiid. And Tatum. And Tatum. I, I was thinking about putting Zion, honestly, on my first team because I'm like, he's mm-hmm. going crazy. But I'm like, he's not in the playoffs. So that, that was really going to bother me. But my second team, I can I can definitely put him on the second team because he's just going absolutely berserk. Third team, I got CP, Donovan Mitchell, Kawhi Leonard, Julius Randle, and Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Okay, so our third team is actually very similar. Um, the one thing that's totally different is the fact that I have Kawhi in my first team, you have him in your third. Let me just read. Let me just read, and then we'll get into differences. Yes, yes. So, first team, I got Jokic, Giannis, um, and Kawhi as the bigs and the forwards. And then I have Steph and Luka as a backcourt. I know people are cheating and labeling Embiid a power forward. That's just pure cheating. Embiid or Jokic, neither one of them have never played power forward. That is just a way so that you can have so that you, you can have Embiid, who definitely deserves to be a first-team talent. Definitely, definitely. But, no, we're we're doing this. If we're gonna keep the positions, if we're gonna do this position thing, then this is how we have to do it. We have to do it by players that actually play their positions. I'm not labeling Steph Curry a forward. I'm not <laughs> labeling Embiid a forward. Steph Curry is a well guard. Embiid is a center. Just exactly. Make, let's just switch the positions. Make Joel Embiid the guard and Steph the center. Yeah. Put him. Well, put him Joel Embiid kind of dribbles like a guard. Like, no, we're not doing that. And I seen well, Steph yes. post somebody up. So I yeah. mean, we're not doing that. Second team. I have James Harden, Damian Lillard, LeBron, Jimmy Butler, and Joel Embiid. And then third team, I have Chris Paul, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Julius Randle, and Rudy Gobert. So our third team is pretty much the same. We have four of the same five, except you have Kawhi. And I have Kawhi on my first team. You have Kawhi on your third team. And you have Tatum on your second team, correct? Yeah. Okay. The difference, the big difference is that I have Jimmy Butler. You don't have Jimmy Butler at all. I don't. Uh, see, I also don't. I just seen who I didn't have on my, my team, and now I make I regret it. James Harden should have definitely been on an NBA team by me. Don't hate me that I didn't put James Harden. Wait, I forgot oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah, Wait, so who is your, who is your second? Read your <laughs> I second forgot about James. Guards. I forgot about James Harden. I got Dame and Kyrie on the second team. Oh, Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie over Harden, bro. That's that's gotta that's no, gotta go. I, 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 Respect to Kyrie, but that's I, yeah, gotta go. I'm sorry, Kyrie. I'm bouncing you. You're, you're not even on the team, and uh, yeah, you you should be over Chris Paul, but you know, Chris Paul's going too crazy this year, and he's top yeah. five in my MVP. So yeah, Kyrie, you're definitely getting bounced. You're not even on the team anymore. It's got to go to James Harden. James Harden's been going absolutely crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I'm inserting James Harden into my second team. I. I still keep Kawhi on my third team. I just think Jason Tatum is doing it for the Celtics, and Kawhi's kind of been he's he's not been. Kawhi's dogging. He, he Kawhi's is kind of killing it. He he he's but dogging he's still it, but doing he, the same thing. That's where what he I'm misses saying. Games that's and, what, and that bothered me. Why Jason Tatum going crazy as the man? Yeah, I hear you. But also, Boston's a dumpster fire. They are a dumpster fire. I don't know. And what the happened. Clippers are a contender. They are a contender, but yeah, not because Kawhi is really going crazy. It's because like PG and them have been keeping them together. That's that's a fair argument. No Jimmy Butler though. Why? You know he's missed a lot of games to me too. Even though he is honestly having one of the best. He's. I think he's having his best season of his career. He is though. 
if not statistically, just definitely from just a look perspective. Like the way he's playing, he's controlling the game in a dominating fashion. Uh, fashion. He's like every night, it's he's their point guard. Then he's guarding their best player. Then he's also their their leading scorer. Like, dude, he's doing literally everything. He's doing. He is having a LeBron light season. Yes, he's literally having a baby Bron so, season. Second team for me had had to Dame second team. Yes, yes. Um, which actually makes me think back to my MVP. Yeah, I would have had Steph. Uh, I would have had Steph um, fifth, and I would have had Dame. Um, and I would have had da- or Steph fourth, and then I would have had Dame fifth on my MVP ballot. I see. So, I, so I would have had I would have had Steph over Dame because that didn't make sense why I had Steph as my as or Damian as my fourth on my MVP ballot over Steph. The but, crazy thing is yeah. though, even though it doesn't make sense, I I have Steph as my fifth because they're not really winning, and I have that's uh, true. I have CP as my uh, fourth because they are winning, and Dame's like the perfect middle. That's for true. three between the oh they actually no I'm wrong because I had we're we forgetting Giannis. I had Giannis yet. yeah you're so Giannis Steph will, Steph will actually have to be my sixth yeah hey I'm sorry Steph you're still my favorite but yeah I'm sorry listen you gotta win some games but your first team for me I got you first team though so that's what but matters honestly we don't disagree that much our first teams are exactly the same except for Kawhi yeah I have Bron, I have Bron big Bron yeah you have Bron best player in the league which. You know, I'm honestly, a lot of people would be mad at that, but I'm not because ultimately, like, what are we doing? It's fucking LeBron James. Yes, it's LeBron and we know, James. and we know that when he's fully healthy, he's like, the best. What he is, he is literally the you best. You know what I mean? I put Kawhi just because I think Kawhi is, you know, obviously play. He's been, he's been on a similar level of LeBron this year, a, a lower level, but a, but a close <laughs> enough level, played more games. I put him over LeBron. I'm not mad at people. Like, the people that say LeBron should be third team are nuts to me. Yes. Absolutely. And there's even people that want to leave him off the ballot. And I'm like, how? Ooh, I'm like, how? Because my honorable wild. mentions are Paul George, Devin Booker, Bam, Zion, and Bradley Beal. So, if you're telling me any of those guys belong over LeBron James, you're bugging. Zion's been amazing. Big. Paul George has had a very good season. Booker and Beal also very good seasons. But none of them are touching LeBron James. Nobody. You do not want to be that person in NBA history that left LeBron freaking James off of your MVP ballot. You, or not not MVP, you're all NBA. You need to, the voter who would do that needs to stay anonymous because people would be sending him threats. Hell yeah. Like that threats. one person who voted for, uh, who ruined LeBron's unanimous MVP yes. season by voting for Melo. Or Shaq's, or the person who ruined Shaq's unanimous MVP. Who did they vote for? Allen Iverson. Oh, they voted that's for Iverson. That's tough. Literally one vote changed it. Hey, that's why Steph that guy though. That's why Steph that guy. Listen, that, that was my issue with Steph winning unanimous MVP. It was not that he didn't that he wasn't unanimously the MVP. It's that there were other unanimous MVPs, and I'm mad that this is the one that the only one. They were like, you know what? This is finally it. Yes. Like Jordan, Jordan definitely should have gotten one. Yes. Seventy two wins. Come on, Bro, he definitely deserved on. one. LeBron definitely deserved one. Shaq definitely deserved one. Yes. Shoot, did Giannis did Giannis win unanimous MVP? I think no, he didn't. He didn't not last year. No, he didn't. Oh, okay, he didn't. There were some definitely some hard votes. Hey, last year. I, I honorable mention that you forgot has to be Trey Young. He has Atlanta as the fifth seed, and he's second in the yeah. assists. I I had him I had him not as an honorable mention, exactly. and then we talked, and then I put him as an honorable mention, and then I took him off because I'm like, all right, well, here's five people, and I wasn't doing positions. This isn't like my. F- official fourth team by any means but i just looked at it and i was just like you know what 
I had Booker and Beal over him, and then, and then I looked at, and I'm like, you know what? Without thinking too much more, I'm sure I could come up with another one or two guards that I would still consider before him. But he's had a great season, and Ooh. honestly, he has impressed me. I was somebody that was somewhat skeptical of Trey Young. I still want to see what he does in the playoffs, but you know, I think, I think he's made an incredible stride this year. And that team has definitely turned things around. And he deserves a lot of credit, and he deserves to be—he deserves to be looked at when sure. it comes to this discussion. I don't—I—I I would be—I would strongly disagree if you put him on this on this uh, first, second, or third team. Yeah. But he deserves to be looked at. Like, be like, there's 15 slots, only six guards. You should you should be considering at least 10 guards, and if you're considering 10 guards. 10 to 12 guards, you it'd be hard to not put Trey Young in that conversation. Uh, I would take Trey Young on your over Booker. Yeah, I'd take Trey Young over Booker. That's fair. I take him over PG honestly as well. I take him over Bradley Bill. I wouldn't I wouldn't for PG because the Clippers where they are in the West and you just said it. You you just kind of defeat right. your own case. He ca- he kept he them is, afloat. He is hoping. Okay, I'll give you that. I'm definitely taking him over Bradley Bill though. He has them in the Bradley Bill is in the tenth. Yeah. Trey Young's in the fifth. Also Westbrook, I is yeah. All Westbrook. this stuff with the triple doubles and all that. Like, do you think it's gonna be looked at crazy if he doesn't get on a team? I think though, there's so much no. Westbrook momentum right now. I honestly think he might. I think he might. Like, I think he might bounce Donovan Mitchell. But that's also gonna look crazy that the Jazz, the one seed, have only Rudy Gobert. If that Russell, looks kind of crazy. If Russell Westbrook makes the All NBA team, I wouldn't be upset with it, cause they they've been disrespecting the Jazz this whole year. Honestly, I've been disrespecting them the whole year too. Like I I think they're gonna get knocked out probably in the second round. I don't I don't know. Depends on we'll who see. they it depends on who they play. Cause if they see the Lakers or somebody, they're in trouble. Yeah. If they see the Lakers in the first round, yeah. Oh my god. They're making it to second. They're not they're not getting out of it. But the Lakers shouldn't be the AFC. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be the AFC. Or Phoenix. I don't see Phoenix. I don't I don't know if Phoenix yeah. would go to this. Whoever plays the Lakers the, in the yes. first round. Whoever gets the Lakers is honestly sorry. screwed. I'm sorry, sorry for you. Your season's over though. LeBron's send to you. LeBron ain't never not been out of the first round. You're yeah. not gonna be the first person to, the first team to send him. Unless that man is out. Unless he's out. And That's that it. then that doesn't count because he wasn't yeah. there. Exactly. Even him at 70% he's sending he's sending you he's sending there. he's sending you he's sending Bron. you big on yeah. you're big on yeah big playoff Bron <laughs> big Ronnie big Bron <laughs> big Ronnie <laughs> but yeah man look I I love the all-nba discussion I think it's important because a lot of people a lot of players it determines their contract yes um and like somebody like Julius Randle who's like gonna be a free agent like dog this is him making an all-nba team is huge I heard he had one more year though on his contract, like, kind of, and he would be a free agent like the year after. I'm pretty sure he's he has an option. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. A the player op- option. I, I think that's what it is. It's the player option. And if I'm Julius Randle after oh. the season I had, no matter what that option is, no matter what that option is, I'm declining that. Yeah, because you're not getting the max deal with that option, and you are yeah. def. He he he's not a max player, but but somebody, he's getting the max. Somebody gonna throw you the max. So yeah. Julius, and it's probably gonna be New York. Hey. I wouldn't be upset if Detroit slid on the max. I'm just saying, you know. Julius Randle and Jeremy Grant. You, I'm just saying. Does that does that work? And maybe, is one of them the three? One of them yeah, has to, Jeremy, Jeremy Grant, Grant has to be the three. But shoot, like, but I mean, Julius Randle Loki might be able to play the three. He got the handles and he can shoot yeah. it a bit. But Julius Randle, I see some people leaving him off your All NBA 
you're bugging. Yes. Like they're they're to me. Look, Paul George has been good. Uh, Zion good. But like at the end of the day, Julius Randle is like the way he has leveled up this year is crazy. He went from shooting. I looked this up. He shot twenty. He shot twenty five percent from three last year. Ooh. And now he shoots forty two percent from three. Ooh. He is career high, and and he upped his three point per, his three point attempts. And he's averaging career highs in points, rebounds, and assists. This man literally became a sniper. Literally, overnight. he made the hardest jump in NBA history—not NBA history because that's disrespectful, but it, the the hardest type of jump in NBA history, which yeah. is which is being a not so good player to being a MVP candidate slash All NBA player. I'm not gonna say not so good because his years before this or were good, also good, but not great. Yeah, because his years before this were also good. He had some fire numbers, but like, yeah. I, but he wasn't. And also, what it was is he, the teams weren't winning. Yeah, that's really like now they're winning, he's and affecting. he's a lot better. Like, yeah. So, so Julius Randle, bro, put you, that man on your first team. Yeah, on, anybody. Bro. Yeah, anybody. But Bron get to get to the third team. Ooh. That's probably how. That's probably how some people have LeBron third team. Yeah, and that's crazy to me. That's still crazy to me. Julius Randle, Julius Randle, all the credit we just gave you. I'm taking it Bron. back for, yes. <laughs> it's Bron. I'm taking everything <laughs> what back are you for Bron. Doing? But Everything. No, man, this was fun. I enjoyed doing this. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed the first half of award season. I just got to remember which ones we're doing for the next one because yes. we split it up weird. So the next podcast will be Defensive Player of the Year, Most Improved, Sixth Man of the Year, Coach of the Year, um, and then also the all defense and all rookie teams. We'll be doing that. We'll be doing some playoff, um, some podcast playoff stuff. That'll be very fun. Uh, Don't forget actually... defensive player of the year. Yeah, I said that. Did you? Yeah, I said that. That was the first one I said. That's cap. I swear. I swear to you. Rewind the tape. Hey, somebody put somebody check the tape, bro. Check Listen, the tape. Check the tape, and then at him. What's your What's your at? Red. <laughs> hey, 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 no, because if he's right, don't <laughs> at me. I don't want to be added if he's right. right. If, if I'm right, if I'm right. At me, at Real Chris Platty. You guys know it. I plug it at the beginning of every podcast. But at Real Chris Platty, C-H-R-I-S-P-L-A-T-T-E. I know you know how to spell real. And there, I will send it to my friend Josh here because I know his at. Hey. If I y'all don't remember re- it offhand, but I got it. If y'all really want to at me, go go follow him. Go to his fo- go to his followers and find me. Then you can add me. Go out and look for it. That's that's doing exactly. If you ain't trying to go crazy like that, then don't add me. If you ain't trying to go crazy, <laughs> that's like so. Send me some threat. If you ain't trying to send me no threats, go crazy. Then don't add me. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Josh. We'll be back to record um, another podcast soon. Yeah.